The great way is not difficult for those who have no preferences. When love and hate are both absent, everything becomes clear and undisguised. Make the smallest distinction, however, and heaven and earth are set infinitely apart. If you wish to see the truth, then hold no opinions for or against anything. To set up what you like against what you dislike is the disease of the mind. When the deep meaning of things is not understood, the mind's essential peace is disturbed to no avail. Sing Sing Ming by the third Zen patriarch Sen Sang. Hi and welcome to another non-duality podcast with myself, Nick Hyam and Paul Dobson. Today we're going to be exploring the first few lines of the Sing Sing Ming. The preferences are almost, um, could be said to be an overlay on this indescribable experience which no story or preference or idea can tell you about. Um, even this even this text can't tell you about it. It's pointing, it's always pointing it can't even this, even such a clear non-dual text can't tell you about this immediate display that's going on right now, this experience, you know. Mm. And such is the human mind that you read a text like this and you think, what's it teaching me that I can implement to better myself, to better my world? So you look at the first line and you could conclude that it's telling you not to have preferences. But... That is a preference. The preference of no preferences. So you're still coming from that place of, I need to do something to rest into the easefulness. That is the great way. As soon as you, the mind reaches that conclusion, you've missed the point completely. Well, it's actually seeing that that is already the case. It's already completely the case. You already are the great way. It's so obviously the case. I don't mean obviously that it's recognised by everyone obviously but it is that's what it is it's it's the case whether you're deluded or whether you are lost in fantasy or whether you are in that resting in the nundual oneness of everything it's always the case it has no preferences it's saying that this that's already the case has no preferences mm -hmm. basically exactly. and you are that you are that that is what you are and it's just noticing that fact this raw experiencing has no preferences because it's already everything is already allowed in it's neither this or that and it's dropping into that in a way that's not a doing but it's just a noticing really that that's that's already occurring you are the great way and within you appears everything imaginable you enliven it you enlighten it you are the life force that produces this this display, this rich stream of stuff, including preferences, you are already that. And as that, you have no difficulty in being deeply, for lack of a better word, deeply accepting of every preference, every duality. That is already the case. That is you. You are that easefulness creating embracing and releasing every preference exactly preferences arise and while there's a preference there's a preference 
totally organic, totally spontaneous, totally without a personal entity attached to it. When there's a preference, there's a preference. There's still no entity. There's still no separate self who has a preference. In fact, that preference is the, is the you that you take yourself to be because there's an identification with it. This is just all a spontaneous expression of life, that, that losing yourself, finding yourself, um, getting angry, feeling blissful, feeling joyful, feeling in the grips of despair, uh, feeling like you are a self, feeling like you are the ego, feeling like you have a past, feeling like you have a future, uh, that all unraveling and dissolving, melting away and just being without even the concept or the word being or the feeling being, just that, that's all it as well. There's nothing that isn't the great way. You can't go wrong in that sense because there is no, there is no you separate from the great way and there is no wrong in in competition with right yeah it's well it's, it's a, to use a metaphor that's been used plenty of times i'm sure in the nundrial world it's like uh, confusing the map with the actual territory and the map is our ideas of reality our concepts it appears to have put something on top of that called an individual me but that individual can never be found in reality and there is this perception that spirituality, indeed the Enlightenment schools, are difficult. And that's partly because prescribed systems and steps and practices are given and which promise an end result. Do your own inquiry, like really examine, investigate these self-beliefs, these self-concepts. What do you find but pure vitality, pure aliveness in any of this it's just overflowing yeah you know we can't just all wander around sort of going what's going on uh, so at some point we have to we pretend we know we so we give everything and that, the way we do that is give everything names and forms and and words to point towards apparent different parts of this open raw experience which is just a firework display of color and sound and and not even those words can do it justice it just is it's just outpouring constantly sort of brainwashed ourselves into believing that's the reality and not just this immediate experience of complete unknown uh, miraculous appearance and that's all this is about it's actually very very simple there's we use lots of words and stuff and the, there's lo so millions of books about this uh, that can sound to make it very complex when it's actually very simple it's noticing what already is the case going back to what we were saying at the start it's what's already the case what do we mean when we say preference we say just to kind of say it in the most basic way we're talking about like and dislike aren't we as the buddhists say grasping an aversion the sense of a separate me in opposition or in relation to the rest of life, which is not me, is inherently deficient, inherently incomplete, inherently imperfect, has this mission to seek out things that will complete it, things that will connect it to the rest of the whole. So this is an, a never-ending treadmill. But you also 
have the task of avoiding anything that could basically kill you. And I mean, death on a psychological level, uh, death on a uh, bodily level and death on an existential level. So, and so you're always in this state of grasping and aversion, desire and fear, preferences. So the ego has to work very hard to then bolster itself with the things it sees as preferable. It all comes from this belief that you are separate, that you are not complete, that you're not perfect, that you're not connected, that the very substance of you is insubstantial against the the forces of life, which you are not, which are against you, or that which you need to try to balance. So it, it's coming from this assumption, this belief that I am I am separate. It never ends the cycle because it's it hasn't questioned that original uh, belief in duality. Mm. I'm not saying that it's wrong to have preferences. I'm not saying that it isn't okay to to prefer Pepsi over Coke. <laughs> this is just a, an invitation to investigate, to inquire into your sense of self and how the sense of self has this sort of natural built-in capacity of embellishing itself in accordance with its conditioning. And the point really is that you are not your conditioning. You are not the body-mind's choices. You are not this constant tug-of-war of like and dislike. Yeah, it's about widening your frame of reference, really. You're kind of focusing in on one point, aren't you? Which is usually thought-based. And it's actually about seeing this, all this other stuff going on. Not only other stuff going on, but actually a noticer, an awareness of this stuff going on as well. Not just thoughts. And we, we just think our whole realities are based on thought. It is actually completely filtered through this whole frame of thought, isn't it? Any expression is absolutely accepted and fine. Uh, you know, it's, it's appearing in what this is. Awareness, the great way, it's everything. It is literally every thing, every form, every appearance. You are literally everything, but you're no thing in particular. You are not limited to anything. You're not limited to the table. You're not limited to the, the clouds. You're not limited to this, this, this person. You're not limited, you're not restricted, you're not confined to any form. And by form, I mean everything that is knowable. So I'm talking about apparently physical objects, I'm talking about feelings, I'm talking about uh, sensations, talking about memories, talking about everything is an object in, in awareness, given birth by awareness, held by awareness and released by awareness effortlessly. Uh, so you are that, there's no, Made of it, made of it, isn't it? Yeah, well. made of it. So there's no difficulty. Awareness has no difficulty in holding every form, every preference, uh, because there's no difference between awareness itself and the form, emptiness and fullness. There's no difference. Exactly. But there's no line in the sand, is there? I somehow thought maybe the emptiness was somehow more real than the fullness both are experienced 
uh, by whatever this is. <laughs> so the emptiness isn't more real than the fullness because there is no awareness and appearance in awareness. There's just whatever this is. And it's not called awareness and it's not called appearance. And when it seems we're caught in the grips of desire and fear, love and hate, this and that, and are trying to maintain our preferences and fight off anything in opposition, we, we don't have clarity. The reality of life seems to be somewhere else. There's a love with a capital L, which I, I'd say all this is and held in, and that's sort of an unconditional love. And that, but because it's unconditional, it allows hate and it allows, any, it allows everything, basically. This love, you know, is, is what I'd call a more relative love. Uh, it's this love and hate that is talked about here is held in this capital L love, the love that is always already the case. Yeah, like it's so loving that even the lowercase love is allowed, even the even its opposite is allowed. But and how do I know that? Well, like look around you. Do you find hate? Well, then it's allowed. If it's here, then it's allowed. If it's here, it, it must be inherently accepted or beyond the, the notion of acceptance. Just as you're talking about a love beyond the human notion of love, that's just a little. Uh, foretaste it's just a little kind of uh, glimpse we don't know what anything is we don't know what left is right is up down it's infinite <laughs> if the only thing that existed if like you got rid of space and everything and just no other planets everything and just an apple what would that be <laughs> apple would have to be called existence apple is only apple in relation to other fruits or other forms you know yeah you're you're diving into the ocean and you lose all comprehension of left right up down as soon as a fellow diver comes to you and and says that's up and you're like oh right well for all i know up could be down that way um but as soon as you know up you then realize that beneath you is down. It's amazing, isn't it, how these opposites are so, like, flimsy. Like, it's it's as simple as common sense. Mm. It's it's nothing, it's nothing, like, on that level, nothing mystical about it or complicated. No, it's not. They, they're, they're totally malleable, aren't they, these opposites? There are no distinctions. There's only the ocean. There's nothing else to compare it to, but there appears to be stuff within it, which is comparative. Nothing about this makes sense, does it? It doesn't make any logical sense. Reality, this is completely illogical to the human mind. It doesn't make it doesn't make sense because what makes sense to us is a story of a character in a world, time and space, left and right, up and down, Nick and Paul, cup, no cup, pens. It's it's great to be able to play with fantasies. I think. I think what we're saying is not get, don't get rid of the fantasies, have fun with them, but know them for what they are. Know what you, what is the, what is really occurring, what is already here, what is noticing the fantasies, and play, hold both, play with both. You know, so preferences have no substance, and there's no opposition to those preferences in the, the great way that is holding, that's giving life to, that is holding, releasing preferences. All there is is that clear, undisguised, open secret 
disguising itself as the 10,000 things. It's a miracle that anything appears to be happening at all. That there appears to be experience happening is a miracle. <laughs>